1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization Show, the home of Googleization Nation, where we talk with
0: HR and business thought leaders about the crazy shift going on in the world of business, technology, and HR. Here's
1: your host, Ira Wolf, and co host, Keith Campagna.
0: Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Googleization Nation and the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. We're excited you've decided to join us again. Uh, we know you've got a lot of choices, and we really appreciate it that you take the time to listen to Geek Skeezers and Googleization. Uh, the uh, you know you've heard us say a lot of times that uh, it's certainly the subtitle of my book, uh, "When the Shift Hits Your Plan and the Shift Hit Our Plan." Uh, uh, technology <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey this is what we talk about and sometimes you got to learn how to how to wing it uh, our guest uh, hopefully uh, she'll be able to join us and um, anyway our guest was uh, is supposed to be and hopefully we'll be able to get her on the line as Arupa. i hope i'm pronouncing your last name is teslin uh, and she's got a new book uh, called ting or a book called yeah. ting and it's all about intuition and it looks like Arupa might have joined us here we finally got her on Arupa, are you there nice.
2: Yes, here I am. Okay, yes, finally. Okay, so, right.
0: so excellent. Okay, so it finally worked, and the shift hit our plan, and we figured it out, which is what what we're here to do. We're, we're trying to help everyone else uh, figure their way through this VUCA world. Which, if you're not familiar, I uh, haven't been listening for a long time. It's the volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. Uh, so anyway, um, to kind of get back on track here a little bit, uh, we'll we'll be right with you, Arupa. We'll bring you on. I uh, just wanted to give everybody a little bit of a an intro. Uh, I am sure. Um, you, I'm sure today um, the show is going to be a lot of interest to a lot of people, um, because some of the questions that I learned from reading Arupa's book uh, and just doing a little research on her is a, a couple things stuck out. Um, basically, she asked a question somewhere along the line: is if you, you know, do do you feel like you're you're spinning your wheels at work? Uh, Or just going through the motions. And I hear that all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. disengagement's uh, 70% of the workforce. Uh, people yeah. think they're going in to get a paycheck. That's a complaint from employers. People come in and just pick up the paycheck, don't do their work. So the employers feel like people are spinning their wheels. Uh, people, the, the workers feel like they're spinning their wheels. Uh, creates, a uh, again, a lot of unhappiness, stress in, in our lives. Uh, stress goes to some physical problems. On the other flip side of this, and again, this is Keith, this is you're in my world. We're always talking about this, about technology, HR technology, uh, it's driven by data. We talk a lot about metrics you yeah. you've got ROI we're talking about how do you measure ROI on technology mm-hmm. and and other things and today we're talking about intuition which is really uh, you know if you said hey just go by your gut by your gut and intuition's much more than just that um, but you know being be in touch with yourself think about that um, you know be aware of your surroundings and then go hey we got it covered we got all the data we, that we need and we, we got AI on our side, Um, you know, so we're going to be talking about where intuition fits in a data driven world. So stick around. Uh, We've got an expert on the on the on the subject and the power of intuition.
1: You know, uh, what's awesome about this topic is that it follows really nicely with last week's heart show.
0: That was my next paragraph. You must be reading my notes.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like we've been doing this together Um, and and really intuition since right? It's intuition. Yeah, there you have it. There you have it. Um, you know, it's uh, Arupa has a fantastic perspective on what it takes to get work done. And what we're seeing out there is that, you know, employees and employers are trying to bring in the soft skills. They're recognizing that it's not just the ones and zeros kind of a future of work, that you have to be able to bring in the soft skills. And to get the really good soft skills like creativity and collaboration, you have to figure out a way to get your employees to, to feel more comfortable b- about being there, right? And, and that is almost like the Captain Obvious statement of the year. But if you're more comfortable working, then you'll probably do more work.
0: Right. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it it fits in so well uh, with uh, Mara and Stephen Klemick, who we talked to yep. last week about Heart Styles, you know, and their their motto is living and leading with heart. Ah, uh, so uh, again, getting away a little bit, uh, we'll we'll certainly be back to the subject of technology and the future of work and everything. But you know, we organiz- organizations. are going. Uh, how do we keep the the human in HR, the H and HR? Um, you know, how do we bring uh, uh, work work life work balance um, back into play? Um, these life are all work r-
1: integration.
0: Yeah. True. I, I got. I'll get that right. Right. <laughs>
1: um, really I, I
0: got. I got the order right. I just got the last word. Uh, the integration missing right. part. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got. Um, you know, this the uh, the 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 course of the journey. I don't even say it's a, the course, but the journey of our podcast uh, has only evolved. I'm not sure we would have come up with these topics when we first started to, to talk or or the guests. So probably pretty, pretty exciting. Um before we go on by the way if you um want to listen to um the uh, heart styles or living and leading with heart uh, you can go up to uh, any of your favorite pop podcast platforms. We're, we're just about on everything you can think of. Uh, or you can go to geeksgeezersgooglization.com. We've got every show archived up there and uh, you can listen to that. But if you go to last week's show with the Clemics on HeartStyle, um, they did offer a free assessment. Uh, HeartStyles is actually an assessment and finding out where you are with your empathy and growth and uh, your you know your humility. Uh, and uh, it's really easy. It only takes a couple minutes and they offer it that free. So um, if you you go up, you can uh, you can make sure you, uh, you you take care of that. The link and uh, the code are up there. Um, Keith, uh, I, I don't want to spend too much time here because I know we got a late start. Um, but uh, I was down in uh, uh, Montgomery Bucks County this morning. Just got back minutes before the show, and had a presentation on uh, you know your candidate experience is all effed up, which is the SCDD. You know frustration. Uh, confusion distract disappointment and distraction uh, had a, had a great group and again every time I go out and talk to people i I always learn new things from them uh, get some great tips that they had and I also get a little scared <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so- at, the, at, at the response some of some of the, the you know some of some of the things that are being done uh, just means that we still have a lot of work ahead of us.
1: You, you know, honestly, dude, it's crazy when you think about what's going on. You know, I've been quasi out. I was certainly in the trenches when I was a job, wife, but so I've been quasi out of the trenches. And I recently spoke to a couple uh, colleagues of mine inside, you know, different CRMs, different recruitment software companies, vendors, and uh, and it doesn't sound like much is changing fast There's this uh, just
0: well things are changing
1: fast. Well, yeah, not in HR. The response
0: in HR is just not as fast as it needs to be. Well, yes,
1: yes, right, exactly. And uh, and it's really wild. They're not even close to, um, being there. Like they're still in. Like I mean, would you say that they're the the overall sentiment? I'm sure that there were very knowledgeable and progressive people Mm -hmm. there. Good people. But like the overall sentiment. Do you think that there's like still like Way behind the curve, kind of behind the curve, or coming up to the curve? Uh,
0: Somewhere between way behind and kind of behind. Yeah. you know, I mean, a couple had really good, did some really good things. Um, but when we talked about, you know, the path of the journey of a, of a job seeker these days, how that's changed, uh, when we talk about some of the technology, you know, get the standard answers. Well, you know, my, my boss didn't bring me in, but they just designed the website again. What was the conversation around your career site? Nothing or little,
2: you know, they had little
0: input. Right. Uh, I always, you, you know, um, that I always offer, uh, you know, have everybody go and, and uh, text me right before, the, not text me, but text my, the platform I use uh, to get the, the most updated version of the slides and then to get in, entered into a contest, uh, you know, to win my new book. And uh, so I've been doing that for uh, six months, eight months now. And uh, today, I, I would say uh, there's about 30, so maybe 30 people there. I would say that a third of them uh, really had difficulty texting.
1: OK, so just 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 the function of
0: texting.
1: and, you know, he, I, and I'm going to do it because I kind of get to do this now being part of the startup at the ROI shop. But here's a, just a, 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 you know, a plug amongst plugs. The challenge that HR has is that if they don't know how to send a text, then they don't know how to build a business case to get technology yeah. and that and, and, until they yeah. do that. It's going to be, it's just going to get that much worse.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and to give, uh, and I, again, this will be the last comment that we're going to get a Rupa on because I really, really want to spend time with her because I, I enjoyed her book immensely and, uh, and learned a lot of things that I didn't, wasn't sure I was going to learn. Nice. <laughs> Probably new instinct. Um, so, but one of the things is, is I don't want to say they don't know how to text because they certainly did. They all pulled out their smartphones. What happened was, is that they have a text to a number. So it wasn't pulling up a contact Right. And, and the challenge is, is how do they get a contact into their smartphone? And, or, you know, I've never texted a number before because the name always comes up. So people somehow know how to do the, do it by rote, by function. um But then some of this minor, really minor technical skills, um you know, get in the way. So right. I, again, um, there's, there's little nuances to it and uh, we can, well, I can talk to, him. To you sure. about it all day and, and to our sure. listeners. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done. and uh, uh, But we are, uh, you know, we're making progress. But the problem is, is yeah. making progress is much too slow if, compared to the rate of pace of, of how things are changing. So with stay that,
1: tuned to the Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization podcast. Listen yeah. to the, the, the sessions that we already have, all the topics that anyone in HR could possibly need to understand smart movement going forward with regards to technology and like a is going to share with us individual development. I mean, it's a, it's pretty I, it's pretty impressive we says talk talking about upskilling
0: right. and it, it starts it <laughs> yeah, starts it's all with there. what Rufus is going to be talking about. So and and one other thing if you actually go to googleizationnation.com that's googleizationnation.com um that's our community it's free all we need is a first name and an email address and uh, we will uh, you know I'll be sending updates out about the podcasts I uh, hope to be doing some webinars. I, I do at least the live, one live stream a week, interviewing some people. Um, most often different than what we have on uh, on on Geek Skeezers and Googleization. And I've also just Monday uh, we interviewed uh, interviewed Karen Hayward. Uh, And we had a great talk. It was uh, she talks about Stop the Random Acts of Marketing. That's her book, Stop the Random Acts of Marketing. And uh, I I think uh, maybe that's the title of maybe we need you and I need to write a book together called the Stop the Random Acts of Recruitment.
1: Oh, Uh, it's (laughs) incredible.
0: Yeah, so, so anyway, so that was fun. So uh, if you go to googleizationnation.com, you'll get updates, and uh, I try to send those out weekly of, of events that that are coming up and happened. So let's get to Arupa. Um, really appreciate her calling in. Another. We're out of the country again this time in Canada. Uh, last week we were in the U.K. Uh, Arupa is um, CEO of a company called, love the name, uh, Velocified. I think that's... Uh, yeah, Um, And um, based on the description from the website, is, she and I didn't get a whole lot of time to chat before. Helps organizations improve their performance, accelerate results, reduce costs, uh, time developing, training. But I think this is really critical. Um, is how do you get, you know, one of the things is, is onboarding people. You get a lot of people, they don't always have the skill. And uh, her methodology, what she uses, and it'll be interesting to hear how intuition plays into that, is that um, you can get people accommodated to the job, uh, comfortable in the job, performing well on the job, uh, 30 to 50 percent faster um, with uh, her methodology. So that's huge. That's huge, um, especially when uh, people have a shortage of labor. So welcome to Geek Skeezers and Googleization, Arupa.
2: Thank you. I'm really excited and pumped to be talking about all this stuff.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so there, there's something. And just to, to show I did read your book, um, you, you give very early on, you give an analogy and you talk about how you were sitting out in the backyard looking at, a. I think it was a walnut tree. Is that right? That, yeah. Yeah. So you're in a lounge chair looking at a walnut tree, looked up and hadn't really paid attention. It was always there. Uh, and what you notice is, I'm just going to read this paragraph because this actually stood out for me, that you finally started to see that some of the branches had died, yet there were new branches that were growing. And I think this is a really important concept because everybody thinks that you, you got to throw out, every, we, we got to stop everything that we've been doing in the past and we have to do everything new in the future. And that's not the case because what you wrote about, I began to realize that because the new growth was always so green and healthy, it didn't matter how old the tree was. was always young where the new branches grew. I think that's, uh, that's huge. I mean, I I think that's a great, uh, and talking about telling stories, you know, bringing things to life. um, That was part of it. And this became an analogy for me about life and organizations. You always have to look for the new growth. Intuition definitely has a role in helping us find it and reminding us where to look for it. Um, So, Let's talk about intuition. How you know? And we, I brought up a couple of examples. Um, you know, things. Uh, you know, uh, about. Uh, you know, Keith, Keith starts to talk about something that I have written down. You know, was that luck, coincidence, or intuition? Um, how did you get interested in this? How how is this playing a role with the companies that you're um, you know you're helping?
2: Well, I have I have two companies. So Velocified is is just a really good. It's just a really solid approach. So it, it's not so much intuition except for the way it's facilitated. What's okay. intuitive about it is actually that the process is, is very intuitive, but it's not related to intuition per se like the book. That's with my um, personal company, Intuita, um, that I do all my intuition works and workshops and things like that. So for me, um, it, it I was – Um, it's a lifelong awareness for me. I was born uh, pretty much awake and uh, had at least had the self-discipline I realize now in my life to always keep my eyes open and attuned to it. So it started a long time ago and um, the book was written while I was trying to write, I had a New York agent uh, and he was trying to get me to write a book like Malcolm Gladwell. And, uh, I put forth a couple of pitches and it just wasn't, wasn't really resonating. And then one day, um, I just sort of saw this character and, um, started to just intuitively, literally write from what I felt. And the book kind of wrote itself within a couple of weeks. Um, now Ting, this is the second edition of it, and it just goes so much deeper, and it, it really fulfills the whole uh, the whole story. Ting is a story, uh, so it's it's written as a story, um, so that people can go in and experience the the narrative but again the whole process of writing this was completely intuitive too i i'd get words coming into my head or my feelings i'd start writing and then i I wouldn't know until until it actually felt complete that there wasn't any more to come
0: (laughs) oh i i I, uh i can empathize sympathize and relate to that very much having written a number of books and, and and continuing to write uh articles and things and sometimes you know, sometimes you get in the zone and sometimes it doesn't. And, but boy, when that hits, uh, you, it, it, you know, the words just sort of roll out. I'm so, so jealous. Yeah. Um, it, it'll come, you got to practice. Yeah. You you, so it, right. It's you true. Five minutes a day. Um, it's
2: true. You have to practice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of time, I mean, if so the, my instinct is, um, when I hear intuitive or I hear intuition was more kind of an emotional reaction or a, th- this gut instinct and you know and people would say hey you know I don't I don't need training I just got this gut feeling what can you you know uh, intuitions obviously much more sophisticated because I'm not sure you can learn a gut feeling so talk help others understand that help me understand it as well
2: okay so the classic definition of intuition is something that just sort of it shows up Um, It doesn't necessarily appear to be through a thought process, Um, although, you know, sometimes you could be working on something and you've been deeply engaged in it and you don't have a solution. But later on, the solution can come to you very intuitively, just sort of pops up out of the blue. It is it is a sophisticated sense. It's a primal sense. It is the first sense that we were were born with and is very, very much integrated to our emotionality, which, which would be our heart, um, our, our, our perceptual senses and everything else. But to the educated brain, and we all have educated brains in this sophisticated AI Googleization world that we live in. Um, a lot of the times we're trying to, Wedge information through our thought processes; it doesn't really necessarily fit. So, intuition is sort of that clarity part. Um, and in the way that we're so overeducated with our with our thoughts and everything else, there's a lot of bias and cognitive bias that we're not aware of. That's not necessarily intuition, but it can look a lot like intuition. So, um, a clear intuition is someone who is really um, clearly connected to their feelings, their heart, um, and and can trust it with reliability. Can trust so, it with accuracy.
0: So, so there's a lot of conversation these days around emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, you know, which is uh, again is a kind of multi different components to it, but one is self-awareness, which is certainly something that you emphasize in this. Uh, but self-awareness, then, you know, self-management, it's the ability to manage those emotions and then, uh, you know, managing, you know, recognizing the emotions of others uh, and mm-hmm. then, man, you know, help—you know, basically manage, helping manage those relationships, helping others manage their re- emotions. So, I mean, it sounds like intuition is a critical component. And maybe people should be spending more time on that than than looking at uh, emotional intelligence.
2: Absolutely. And, and I told you I was going to be poke a bear in the eyeball, honest, right? <laughs> so so the, the fact with, when you look at emotional intelligence, the whole uh, contextual ad- agenda is a sanitized one, that we'll pick up the aspects, our sociology, our sociological world of work, will pick up the aspects of emotional intelligence that they feel um, politically safe with, uh, that, that adds value to them, to sort of the corporate end, not necessarily the personal end, getting on well with others and all of that. But you start taking the walls off. You don't need a third party to tell you what's important. And we've all been socialized to uh, to uh, be validated by third parties rather than be becoming self-validated. And intuition resides in, lives in, and um, exists in this whole area of self-validation, which is. Us, who we are, before we even go to work, before we even get socialized into the way capitalism works, what our role in it, it and everything is. So it's not politically correct. It's 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 about who we are.
0: Right. So so like you know, and I we, I talk a lot about curiosity. It's it's sort of been um, you know kind of I guess it was a hobby, and now it's become a passion of mine. Of of helping uh, of trying to understand it and like in like you're talking about intuition and obviously in order to be intuitive or to learn to be more intuitive you have to be curious because you have to be curious about your surroundings and and about the people that you're working with and you know why they why they say yes or why they say no if you're in sales or business uh, uh, so you know it it seems like intuition and curiosity are the basic skills life skills that we should be Um, helping people with rather than, and I'm going to go back to my EI uh, or the EQ, whichever term you want to use, uh, emotional intelligence, is that the people go through training and they they become self-aware so they take an assessment and they learn who they are and then they go yeah i feel better and then they 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 go through some coaching and mentoring and they they almost mechanically they almost intellectually learn how to manage their emotions better but they don't internalize
2: all of these things use an intellectualized approach like we have to rig it up so that it fits our thought system, so that it fits the way we process intelligence, which is really aligned with what's popular right now. Materialism is really popular right now. Mm-hmm. So it, it just seems that, that, again, even the way a lot of the
0: Um, education, the learning, the mentoring, the coaching programs are are set up is, is, as you said, they intellectualize it, but they they don't help people internalize it, which is really what you're talking about.
2: That is exactly the crux of it, Ira. It it is exactly it to internalize it.
0: So when we come back...
2: There, that's a bigger set.
0: So we're going to take a quick break here. Um, It's less than two minutes. So we're going to have everybody. Continue to, to kind of stay tuned to us. Um, you are listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. We're with our guest uh, Arupa Teslan. Uh, we are talking about the power and the transformative power of intuition. And when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about her book TING, uh, T I N G. Uh, what that means, what it is. I thought it was pretty clever. And we're also going to be talking about how you can learn to improve your intuition not just on an intellectual point. So we're going to take our quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, Zor.ai and Success Performance Solutions. So stay right where you are. We'll be back in less than two minutes.
1: Imagine how your company would grow if your candidate experience earned a 99% approval rating. Well, to get to 99%, You need the three best letters in recruitment technology, XOR. Zor's text bots, chat bots, and audio bots increased IKEA's candidate conversion rate 455%. Zor decreases candidate drop-off rates, improves your candidate experience, and collects analytics for future strategies. To learn more, check out Zor.ai. It's XOR.ai.
0: Hi, everyone, this is Ira Wolf, author of Recruiting in the Age of Googleization. I'm excited to announce that my online course, Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter, is open for business. This course is the culmination of a two-year-long project and releases recruiting tips I've learned after hundreds of hours of research, speaking with thousands of conference attendees, and interviews with dozens of experts. It's all available to you in Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. To receive more information or get started, visit our website at www.successperformancesolutions.com. And click on the tab Recruitment Marketing for the Accidental Recruiter. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf. I'm here with Keith Compagna again, and our guest today is Arupa Teslin. She has a book, Ting, and she is, uh, I'm going to call her the expert on intuition. Uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, um, but really uh, she has a a grasp of the subject and been doing it for, uh, based on her bio, almost 25 years, um, kind of studying uh, intuition. So we talked in the first part, um, Arupa, about, you know, you wrote the book, Ting. Ah uh, you said this is in the second edition. Um, tell us what Ting is. Uh, I'm not going to give it away,, uh, but tell us what Ting happened to be. And then what I'd like to do is be able to give some hardcore examples uh, of what people can do to learn this. and its and it's a similar process that what we talk about that everyone every human being was born with a high level of curiosity. And then, Uh, somewhere around age five or six, uh, parents, teachers, and then eventually bosses screw it up. (laughs) Uh, uh, And, uh, you know, I I, I use this acronym all the time. It's a good good friend of ours, uh, Diane Hamilton, uh, who has the curiosity code. And she has an acronym uh, of the four things that inhibit people from uh, using their curiosity. And I think they all apply to intuition as well. It's called fate, which is a, a great acronym uh f-a-t-e it's fear assumptions technology and the environment <laughs> i'll get in the way and when i was reading your book I, I thought of wow fate uh also applies so much to that so let's go back to what ting means um and what people can do to sort of, sort of unscrew uh what what the, their adult life did to their intuition <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> perfectly right on. Well, ting, the reason it's, it is ting is the title is, I wanted to create a word that resembles being struck by an intuition, and we don't have a word for that. And ting is, okay, I just got a ting, something just tinged me because intuition can happen in a lot of different ways for different people. Sometimes it's sort of a heart sense. Sometimes it's a visual cue. Uh, Sometimes you just get a flash of insight. And, you know, what are all those things? Well, just calling it a ting makes it really simple. Uh, And the title of the book is Ting, the Surprising Power of Intuition to Transform Work and Innovate. So I really want to tie in what, what that was all about. And it, and it is, um, Ting is an experience. So um, yes, we will talk about tips and things like that, but uh, different things will, will jump out for different people as they experience what the, what the book is saying. And it's, and it's written as a novel uh, mm-hmm. and it's written in the way that it will graduate you through a growth pattern Uh, a growth path uh, to turn on, to remember to start turning on your intuition and insight and being able to re-experience it. And I think that's really the power of the book is that you can get a great experience from it and magical things can happen. I've heard it. (laughs) I've heard it often. Hey, Um, can I chime in here real quick? Yeah. I'm curious about something.
1: Yeah. a big, big component of the challenge businesses have and organizations have has everything to do with millennials. And the challenge that millennials have is that they're, you know, I'm going to use just a couple here, but there are more. Uh, they're in uncomfortable scenarios. They might not be ha- they might not be getting engaged by their supervisor enough to feel comfortable. And they also might be trying to figure out how to figure out what they want to do as a as a grown up. And so I guess I'm saying they're pretty stressed. How could somebody out there who is trying to become more aware of positive attributes like intuition, you know, how does that process? What does that process look like when someone starts to recognize intuition?
2: Hmm. Well, things will shift for them. Their experience will shift. Synchronicity will shift, and it really just starts with paying attention, uh, having an inner, um, having an inner commitment or an intention, a desire, really, to say, "Hey, I do want to feel." Uh, and 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 get better at intuition. You really, if you want that, you'll start noticing it a lot more. I mean, that's really the, if you are asking for a trigger, that's the trigger. What happens then? Be prepared for fuzziness to show you concrete ways that you've been missing. Uh, things that have been, that are there, like better decisions that you could be making for your life. Um, better choices you could be making for your work. All of the all of the things that that are you know are things that we want to improve. Um, intuition and insight will give us a lot of that a lot of that information.
0: You know, I, I had to laugh a little bit uh, to myself because uh, we've had uh, you know we hear a lot about people with meditation and yoga and that's been suggested to me uh, you know over time and 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 we had Pandit Dasa. Uh, who, who's actually a former monk um, I, we heard him speak in uh, in Lehigh Valley just you know back in the in the fall and uh, he, he was one of our guests and we talked about that and but I got to tell you I mean when I'm when I'm with um, uh, people like Pandit um, and they talk about meditating and just zone out for and you even suggest this I think this is your number one number one thing a suggestion is zone out for like five minutes just close your eyes. Think about the surrounding. Listen to yourself breathing. Um, Five minutes seems like an eternity when you're not used to doing that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: The rule is do nothing for five minutes. Well, tell somebody who's used to being busy and their thoughts are all over the place to do nothing. The hardest thing in the world. Yeah, and I'll
0: attest to that. I mean, anybody that knows me knows that, you know, five five minutes of sitting still uh, and not doing something uh, is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So but with that, what, what I wanted to, to not not to suggest to you because you're the expert on it, but wanted to, to, to say this this may be what um, you know may resonate with the listeners, is what I've noticed, rather than saying, hey, just close your eyes and breathe and listen to you listen to that, is look around. Um, or listen to, to, to something to somebody saying and look around and see what you missed. You know, yeah. what was familiar in the past, but when you look deeper or you look in a different way or from a different angle, what did you miss? What's missing from your kind of familiar setting? And I found that sometimes you just, you know, that's why um, I, I think you gave an example. Like, what what was your character's name? Um,
2: Tony. Tony.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Tony said, uh, or, or maybe you you said it in the book. Um, you know, you get the greatest ideas in the shower you know I, I you know it, it's when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving and I don't have a keyboard or my phone in my hand or I'm not doing something, I get the greatest ideas yeah <laughs> which is just yeah. a testament to what you're talking about. I mean that's when it all comes together
1: and there's something that has to be said here I at least I'm gonna say it. this isn't magic elf stuff. This is neuroscience. This is what, when uh, everyone, most people have been staring up at the media and and putting their valuable time in front of politics and and all that fun loving stuff. But what's been going on out there is that they're they're discovering this as actual habitual uh, improvements that you can make. This is just as easy as You know, Ira, to your point, it's hard to stop for five minutes. Well, from somebody who in the last year or two really became uh, – got into meditation in a big way, Mm -hmm. start with one minute. And Mm -hmm. believe me when I tell you that is not an easy one minute. But once you have one minute, something starts to move you towards a minute and a half. And there's just a total uh, relaxation and ultimately, you know, the brain activity slows down and you're out of that high beta you know brainwave uh, mm-hmm. pattern and before you know it you can you feel more in touch with your inner being which is you know that's the intuition thing there's a ting for you right
2: yeah yeah exactly but and you're right Keith entirely if you are thoughtfully intoxicated which most of us are in this day and age. And not only that, like, what do we do first? Cause there's 10 things we have to do. We, we don't, we want to do them all. And we end up doing, if we do one and we're happy, but um, that's the reason that what the first rule is do nothing for five minutes because we actually have to prepare the person to to stop everything before we can get them to take that one minute. Mm-hmm. They have to learn it. that first, well, learn stop before you can learn go forward inward yep
0: yeah. So, so let's let's talk we we're, we've got a, just a, a few minutes here um, left in the show and we want to talk about ting. So for someone out there that gets it they said, you know, I mean it, the, the me- this message resonates um, they'd like to improve, you know, grow their intuition or rely on that or get in touch with themselves and or as you gave, I mean just to take this to a, pr- a, a purely practical approach. Um your story is about a salesperson whose who's, cl- who's um, struggling to get uh, clients to say yes, to move forward, um to accept their call. I mean, everybody's sort of interested, but you know they're 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 not they're not going forward the projects. Uh, or they're cutting back on the projects. And the, your story, uh, which is, by the way, is about a hundred pages. is really, really, really easy to read. Uh, so I suggest everybody go do it. We'll tell you how to get the book and where to get it. Uh, but what can, um, you know, where does this fit? What What would be the first thing that you would tell um, someone to go out um, to 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 basically improve their intuition? Hmm.
2: Um. Well, other than
0: buying your book. What's the
2: number two First, buying, buy your book? <laughs> other than buying my book, uh, buy the book, because it, it's going to do wonders more than that. And it'll give you a path to doing it. But um, just stop, stop and pay attention to what's be present. That would be the answer. Be present. Just be present in yeah, the moment.
0: I'll go back to how I started the everything, show. Everything
2: I mean. is everything is there. And if you can become clear in the moment, I mean, Ting is, is like we start with a battlefield meditation, you know, if you could be intuitive in the battlefield of life and know what you're all about and, and make the right decision and in all of that action that's going on, isn't that the whole point?
1: It very well could be. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and absolutely. it's interesting, you know, we started the conversation today talking about how Uh, distant HR professionals seem to be as it relates to technology uh, with where they could be and all the information is out there for them to learn. And here we're talking about the distance that many people unfortunately have between their, their intuition and what they go through every day.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the distance it's about it's about a foot and a little bit, depending on how tall you are. Um, <laughs> the shortest, the hardest, the shortest distance is the one the path between the heart and the mind, and that's the one that we have to really traverse if we want to get more intuitive, if we want to become more self successful, uh, and if we want to really turn on all of our lights. That that is what we have to do.
0: Yep. Yeah. And 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 get that ting, that feeling, right? That ting. Yep. And and if you're in Jamaica if you're in Jamaica ting is a drink. So, so yep. uh, <laughs> Which which does give you a ting. <laughs> so how do people, I mean, it's fascinating, and I highly recommend it. Again, this isn't, your your book wasn't the typical book that I would I would pick up, uh, other than I, I really like books that are written as uh, sort of novels, you know, stories, not the traditional, you know, um, kind of book. Uh, and it is, it's a very easy read. I'll tell you how easy it is to read. Last night I went to the gym. Um, I had started to read it and it was like, Hey, you know, I, I got, I got to get more attuned with this and, and, and learn a little bit more about it so I can talk. And, um, so I, I do the Stairmaster and I do it for about 40, 45 minutes and they put the book up and I go, I'm going to, I put it on Kindle and I'm going to look through this real quickly. I read about three quarters of the book while I was doing the Stairmaster. So yeah. not necessarily, you know, I, I was focused on it, but it was like, I actually ran extra minute, I actually climbed extra steps because I wanted to finish the end of the chapter <laughs> And um, so it really—it's not only easy to read, but it's—it captured my imagination. It captured my attention. So I highly recommend it. So it's T I N G. uh, It's available on Amazon. That's where I got it. Yeah. Correct. Um, How can people get a hold of you if if they Uh want to?
2: Yep, you can get a hold of me through my website, uh, which is Intuita.com, I-N-T-U-I-T-A.com, or at Velocified, which is really the work I do with HRs and organizations to make them better, but it's not about intuition, it's just about really having a really great solution. So either of the websites, you can always get a hold of me there, uh, send a note through the contact form, that's the easiest way, and you can learn about um, there is a course that I have called Intuita, Intuita Mindware. Um, it's, it's actually a process to, to get to intuition, to train yourself to be able to get intuition uh, in the moment. And it's a really super process. So that is something I'd highly recommend too.
0: And, and you're super active on LinkedIn, so uh, if you look so. up, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've been you've been really good with me. That's how we've been communicating. So, and, and by the way, just if you look it up, if you look up the name, it's A R U P A and T E S O L I N. So um, so, hey, thanks very much. This this has been great. Um, appreciate you fighting through some of the t- technology issues to get you online uh, in the beginning. But we did it and it worked out great and a fabulous conversation. Thanks very much.
2: Yeah, thank you for the invite. It's great yeah. to meet you. Thanks, Arupa. For
0: OK. Sure. So, Keith, there we are again. Um, yep. Artificial we, um,
1: and emotional intelligence. Here we yep, go. Yep. Right.
0: You know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we keep talking about keeping the H&HR. You know, we meet with people, good people, struggling to keep up with technology. Um, But, you know, when you're talking about oppositions, more and more inclined to think that as we're talking about upskilling and growing and innovating and and all the buzzwords that are put out there, um, you know, at the root of it, uh, you know, I used to say it's curiosity. Now it's curiosity and um, intuition. Yeah. Real, yeah. real quick. mindsets. I mean, really, we've we've got to become much better at uh, at uh, you know, learning learning about ourselves. Uh, a lot of work to do.
1: And what's what's really what what excites me, Ira, is that you know, you and I know the guests that are coming. and we have just more, more of technology, Impacting the way people's mental capabilities, or or at least performance and productivity, could be, which is what impacts people's ability to feel better about their job, and we've got maybe you know, the whole you know recession conversations are starting to come into play. So like the pieces on the board are starting to move, and we've got all of this combination of great ideas coming down the on the calendar. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, and next week we've got uh, Kevin Grossman and um, uh, Jerry Crispin. Jerry Christman, yeah, for sure, from uh, Career Crossroads and the Talent Board. Yep. Uh, they're both uh, – oh, well, um, Kevin is uh, CEO, uh, yep. and they're both founding members of it and, yep. and as well as Jerry. So we'll be talking about that, so we'll, we'll come back to that. But these play a huge role in how we improve that. So uh, we've wrapped up we're just about the end of another geek skeezers Googleization, uh, don't for, forget, uh, you can go listen to any of the old shows on geek or your favorite podcast. Uh, you can also go to Googleization nation.com sign up. You'll get updates and, uh, announcements about, uh, things that just happened and things in the future, articles, and, uh, we'll continue to grow that. Uh, and, uh, we will be back as we said next week, uh, with, uh, Kevin Grossman and Jerry Crispin talking about candidate experience. And uh, also, we'll be talking with Jerry a lot about, he's passionate about the, the future of uh, assessments. Uh, we really do appreciate you listening every week or whenever you listen. Uh, let us know how we're doing, though. Um, please leave a review or uh, up on any of your podcasts uh, or contact us. You can contact both Keith and me on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, or the website. Uh, Thanks to Zor.ai and Success Performance Solution again for being our sponsors. Uh, Don't forget to join us next week, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, W4CY.com. And until the next episode of Geek Skeezer's Googleization, this is Ira Wolf and Keith Compagna. Don't let the shift hit your plans.